Hi, this is Kerry Tennis, and it's Thursday, December 31st, 2020, and this is episode three of this series of improvised podcasts dealing with my recovery from five weeks in San Donato Hospital in Arezzo, Italy, uh, during which I had surgery for um, what is called a, a volvulus, which is a twisted intestine. They discovered an emergency, life-threatening situation and did abdominal surgery and removed about 30 to 40 centimeters of uh, intestine that had become twisted and necrotic, um, was uh, gangrenous. And so at the same time, I had uh, COVID pneumonia. So it was quite a trip, five uh, weeks in the hospital. But now I've been three weeks at home. I'm walking again, finally, which is crazy. Uh, I was extremely weakened, and so I still have to regain strength, but I'm eating like crazy and um, talking a lot and thinking a lot about our situation, how to cope with the deeply distressing phenomena around us and how to balance one's sense that, well, I have to take care of myself I have to stay sane, and how can I fully uh, see and know what is happening in the world, the the enormity of this pandemic, and at the same time gain enough distance on it that I can go about my life, care for my loved ones, care for myself. The overall conditions in our town, as they are in America and across the globe, the conditions are bleak and people are losing their businesses, people are dying, people are feeling despair, they are out of money and unable to do the things we all used to do, and we're looking at New Year's Eve. As we did with Christmas, we will probably spend New Year's uh Norma and I together in our little house, eating well and conversing. And lately we've been playing Scrabble and um, she's been beating me, which never used to be the case. I used to be the Scrabble king. Um, I attribute it to the, uh, you know, the effects of my hospitalization and I still am uh, getting ready to reclaim my crown. As you probably know, for 12 years, from 2001 to 2013, I wrote a daily advice column on Salon.com. So for those 12 years, every day I was reading letters from people in tough situations, looking for advice or guidance or a way out or just a, a word of encouragement. The beauty of doing the column was the one-on-one communication with another person. So I asked myself now, what has shaped my attitude toward the world and toward these calamitous events over which I have no control? And what do I have to offer to others? Uh, Do do I have any uh, bona fides at all? And uh, as in the time I was writing the column, no, I don't. I'm simply a writer in the world, relying only on my 
imagination and my feelings. I have no relevant degrees or certifications, but here is what I offer from my own experience. Since I grew up in the shadow of the atomic bomb, um, I grew up in Florida during the Cuban Missile Crisis, and then during the Vietnam War, as a person of draft age and as the younger brother of a a student radical who uh, influenced me as someone who lived through the Nixon era, um, I've had to uh, accommodate myself to my relative position as just one person far away from the center of power whose life is is affected in many ways by those powers, but who is essentially apart from it. I haven't ever really been an activist in any significant way. I um, was... I keep coming back to this image. My my old uh, friend Steve Bradbury and I used to travel around the country together, hitchhiking and reading poetry. We were very much the romantic, uh, literary, arty type, uh, you know, young men. And um, well, his specialty was uh, Chinese and Japanese poetry, so we read a lot of that and. I have this enduring image of um, the poet or the exiled uh, writer far from the capital writing verse and uh, are, are hearing news occasionally of intrigue in the palace and coups and wars and um, upheavals, but um, receiving this news months later and um, in a way that doesn't uh, affect his own life at all. He continues to live in his little hut by the stream. Since in my recovery from surgery, I'm confined to the house and only walk a few steps at a time, trying to exercise and get stronger, Norma goes out into the village and comes back often feeling dispirited because of the effect of the pandemic on the overall you know, vibe of the town. That was how uh, this subject came up, that we need to work to find a way to reconcile what we know is occurring in the world and how we ourselves need to continue with our lives. We're living through a historic tragedy and we need to get some distance on it and it's not really clear how to do that because it's in the present. It hasn't even passed yet. We're living with it every day. We're watching it unfold like an atomic bomb in slow motion. So without being selfish or ignoring what's going around us, we need to tend to ourselves and our own lives. But how do you stay in the present moment, knowing everything that's going on politically and, uh, well, medically, historically? And uh, if I should be asked, and I 
guess I do occasionally offer advice. As I think of all the things that I and my community say to each other and the thoughts that occur to me, they all sound rather trite, you know. Um, stay in the moment, uh, do what's in front of you, one day at a time, this too shall pass. These things are deeply true for me, but they sound so trite. When I was in the hospital recently for five weeks, it was a very uncomfortable experience. And I found myself sometimes lying there, and the only thought in my head was, this too shall pass. And there were times when I thought I was dying, and I had to uh, consider the fact that I might be uh, passing out of this life, and I had to accept that. I guess really, to be quite honest, I, I, can't, um, I can't tell you how to live through this period. I can only point to things, which is that um, we're watching a historic moment. We have no control over it. We have to take care of ourselves. And the dangers of excessive obsession with uh, Donald Trump, the machinations of politics, um, they can lead to moments of despair and hopelessness, which in some people can be on the path to um, depression, which no one needs. So it's very important to try to remain upbeat and and remind ourselves that these things, although they might touch our lives personally, as COVID-19 has touched my life personally, they are still in large part beyond our power. So we can take precautions, but we're ultimately um, powerless over these things. That leaves us in the position of being stewards of our own minds and bodies and of our own communities, our own friends and loved ones. So I guess that's how I'm getting through this by recognizing the distance of it, that it is a historical moment unfolding in slow motion, but in many ways at a distance from me, not only because we live in Italy, because all throughout history, the fall of Rome, the sack of Rome, throughout all that, people had to look at it and understand, how do I get through this? What do I do? I rebuild. Once the pandemic recedes to a certain point, we will rebuild. We will look at the wreckage and we will rebuild. And it's important for us in the meantime to remain strong, to exercise, to eat well, to take care of ourselves, and not to dwell too much on the awful events of the moment or of the day. Because, in truth, those of us who survive, we will be needed. 
we will be needed to rebuild. Our spirits, our hopes, our knowledge, our strength will be needed in the years to come. And if we love our people, if we love our families and friends and the many things that we've cherished, we must be ready to rebuild and live through a few years of lean existence. We must overcome our fears about the stock market and the failures of businesses and face the truth squarely as Biden, uh, President-elect Biden, uh, saw it said recently in a speech, it essentially says bad news, but it's the truth. So I would leave you with one or two thoughts. One, uh, in this case, taking care of yourself is a selfless act because we need to be there. We need to be there when the dust clears, when it's safe to go without a mask, when most of us are recovered, when the instances of the disease are minimal. We need to be there to rebuild. We've seen incredible destruction and erosion of our state, the mechanisms of our state, the foundations, the ideals, the principles of our state. We've seen it attacked from within, torn apart, and we've seen death and destruction on a scale unknown to us. So we need to be ready. We need to take care of ourselves and be strong. And when the time comes, we need to rebuild. So take care of yourself. You're needed. You will be needed in the years to come. The only, the last thing I want to say is this. Call a friend. Take some action right now. Don't wait. In the moment, call a friend, reach out to someone, and keep doing that. It will help keep the frayed bonds of society together. Okay? So, though it feels almost absurd to say it, I've got to say it, and in spite of everything, Happy New Year. Happy New Year, and I'll see you next Thursday. Ciao.